Welcome back to Mumblecore, our attempt at a movie podcast, and I'm Megan. And I'm Charlotte. So how was your week? Um, it was good. Today I, I rode a bike. Okay, <laughs> like, like, was it, it's not like your first time riding a bike, no. right? But I don't like riding in the city very much because I'm bad at it. But it's not that hard. Like, because, to be honest, cars aren't moving that fast because there's a lot of stop signs and a lot of, like, frequent stops. So you're almost moving the same speed as cars. So it's like, you're probably not going to be hit by, like, a car going 60 miles an hour or anything like that. Wait, when do you, since when do you own a bike? City bike. Oh, it's like one of, like, the renting things, right? Okay. Like, rental thing. But I think I'm going to buy a bike. Because I feel good about my ability to get around my bike. But it was definitely taxing. It was like my butt hurts. And then I came home and of course I have no food. So I had an entire box of Kraft Mac and Cheese. That counts. Was it the ones with shapes or was it the normal ones? No, it was this, they were spirals. Which means that the powder gets really stuck in the spirals and it doesn't mix well. The only good ones is the Spongebob. I like the Spongebob. I like any... Like, you know, Frozen, Star Wars, like, give it to me, it's fine. It has to just be in that weird shape. Yeah. And then it's good. And then it's good. So how was your week, Megan? I actually ventured outside of my house, which was exciting. Because I texted you because we were going to record earlier. Oh, yes. And then I was like, I've been out of beer garden for like six hours and I cannot attend. I was also wondering how long you were there for. I was like, these numbers don't add up. A long time. No, we got there at like two and we left at six so not so like four hours it was a long time okay but it was nice it was good because it was one of those things where like some of us got there earlier and then other people joined us and so they didn't kick us out of our table because we were ordering a lot of beer got it so that's how you have to do it yeah and it was nice it was this place called golden road which apparently is like a big thing out here and somehow i've grown up here never have gone but it's like when I say it's a beer garden, it's like not really a beer garden. It just happens they serve beer at a brewery and there's like an outside area. So okay. like kind of a beer garden, but not really. Mm-hmm. Except that this is literally right next to the train tracks and in an industrial center. So it looks like you're going to die when you're driving there. Perfect. And then just like you'll be like talking like with a friend and like drinking beer. And then all of a sudden just like a fucking train just comes like roaring past and no one can hear anything. Mm-hmm. So, but it was fun. It was fun. <laughs> and there was a lot of corgis. <gasps> I saw a corgi today and a woman was pushing an electric scooter and the corgi was on the scooter. No, the woman wasn't on the scooter? The woman was not on the scooter. It <laughs> was a corgi, corgi scooter. <laughs> Wait, that's so cute. Was it like a fat corgi? Oh, yeah. Okay, good. Oh, yeah. Those are the okay. best corgis. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so is he just like getting around that way? I'm sure he walks. He just wasn't feeling it at the moment. <laughs> Like, it wasn't, no, the electricity wasn't being activated. It's just kind of imagine. Aww, I feel like that would have worked with Gracie. Oh, God. I saw so many good dogs in the park today, and I was like, oh, my dog used to run real fast like this. Yeah. Uh, wait, she how, is she, how is she doing? She's really blind, but <laughs> it's honestly quite funny to watch her, <laughs> like, navigate. She has no idea where she is ever. I'm like, you live in this house every day and you can't figure out. My parents are like, sometimes she gets lost in the house and we just have to put her back in her bed because she'll like orient herself. <laughs> oh, Wait, how old is she now? She's going to be 14 soon. Oh, she's an old lady. She's an old blind lady, but she's kicking mostly. She just likes to be warm all the time. It's finally warm. 
Is it warm in New York? It's been warm. It's finally warm in New York. It's the horny season. Everyone's out and about. Everyone's feeling good. Everyone's really ready. I'm not vaccinated, but everyone feels as if they are vaccinated. (laughs) Okay. I'm confused because people are getting vaccines and I'm like, you don't qualify. So like, what's going on? They don't. I don't know how, but... Like, my friend at the beer garden was like, yeah, I just, like, stood outside of this place at 3 a.m. in the morning for a couple hours, and then I got it. And I was like, did you, or did you get injected with something random? Because that sounds concerning. Yeah, no, I guess people are just waiting for leftover doses. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Like, my team at work was like, hey, like, when are you getting vaccinated? And I was like, last, I guess. Like, never. (laughs) I don't know. Like, I'm not even allowed in the line yet. Yeah, so I'm like, cool. (laughs) Oh, God. Wait, so have you been going out and feeling good, even though you're not vaccinated? No. So you're, like, not going out and you're not feeling good. So, like, Charlotte's bad. (laughs) I am am feeling bad this week. This week, for the first time, I was like, "Mm, time to get a job. I'm feeling bad, like, physically, like, my back hurts. (laughs) Okay, that's nothing new. Your back always hurts. (laughs) I know, I know. So I was like maybe it's time to like get active i also had this thing where i have to get out of my bed in the morning and then make my bed and then not get back into it until it's sleep time that's smart because i've still been taking those naps as lunch breaks (laughs) yes megan how are your your nap my naps are good but i'm still tired and also yeah i think for me naps are like one of the purest blisses and nothing makes me happier nothing makes me happier than it being like 3 30 and i'm like yes yeah, nothing's better. You're just like, I can be unconscious for like an hour in the middle of the day. It's perfect. Literally. Literally. Have you been watching Oscar noms, Megan? Is <laughs> <laughs> that awkward? Yes, but we're going to keep it in, baby. Have I been watching Oscar noms? Yes, I have continued on my Oscar nom watch, two of which we will be talking about later. But I'm trying to think if I've watched anything else in between. Because I already have talked about my boy Sergio and Mole Agent, mm-hmm. so I don't Which think I did I've not seen... realize it was a documentary. It is a documentary, mm-hmm. and um, no, I don't think I because I just watched these two, these two Oscar noms that we've watched for this week, and then I got sidetracked and I watched a QAnon documentary. Oh no! Yeah, it's Pretty fucking good. wild. Yeah, it's like really good. It's on HBO. What's it called? Uh. Into the Storm, I think it was called. I don't know. QAnon's fucking crazy, and it's wild. But anyways, Oscar noms. So we, this week, are going to be talking about some Oscar noms. The bottom of the barrel. (laughs) Really the bottom. (laughs) Truly, we were like, what are the two worst movies nominated at the Oscars? Actually, who are we to judge what the two worst movies are? But we did anyway. Yeah, essentially, I think it all started because I was like, going through the Oscar noms with you, because you apparently hadn't looked at them. No. I and where I was like, oh, which one should we do? And we were looking at the animation section, because I'm a huge animation nerd. I'm not. And, yeah, Charlotte does not like them that much. And you saw that Sean the Sheep, no, what was it called? A Sean yeah. the Sheep movie, excuse You're like, me. like, let's get it right. Farmageddon. And you saw that name and lost your goddamn mind and was like, I have to watch it. And you said, no matter what theme we choose, I'm going to be watching Farmageddon. Mm -hmm. And so that's kind of where it started. So then we just picked the two lamest animation nominations. No offense to their work. Like, they tried. (laughs) They did good. 
Like, I I actually, we'll talk about this later. I didn't think they were that bad. I enjoyed them. I would watch neither of them again. But (laughs) I also didn't hate them. I was like, these both have moments of interest for me. Yeah, but essentially, I don't think we really, one of us picked one or the other. This Well, actually, that's not true. You picked Farmageddon immediately out of the gate. You just told everyone. (laughs) I picked Farmageddon. Yeah, but I guess what I'm I've just now inserted yeah, myself into it. Yeah, it's not based on any opinion that we had beforehand of them. No. And then I just chose the one that I hadn't seen, because I had seen all the other ones. So I was like, guess what we're doing? Over the moon. Over the moon. Oh, and also, I feel like context, the animated films that were nominated this year were Onward, Over the Moon, A Shaun the Sheep movie, Farmageddon, Soul, and Wolfwalkers. And maybe yes. at the end we'll talk about which ones we think we're actually going to win. Because I've seen them all. I have no horse in that race. <laughs> um, I've seen Soul and I thought it was a bad movie. Wild. But... That one's incredible and it should win. But so boring. I hate you. How can you say that's a... <laughs> I hate you. How um, can you say that's say, boring? My Okay, I don't watch a lot of animation. I love Studio Ghibli. That's yes. common. I actually haven't seen Kiki's Delivery Service ever. <gasps> so I think that's like, probably has to happen pretty soon my yeah, favorites that's are incredible. either house movie castle or princess mononoke but my favorite animation movie that i've seen recently is kubo and the two strings that was so good i have not seen that one but everyone tells me it's incredible i thought it was really good i mean it's like yeah for kids so that's part of it but i thought it was funny i think it's matthew mcconaughey is in it obviously yeah. has a voice and rooney mara <laughs> that's how animated movies work usually it's just voice work I thought it was good. Anyway, I don't watch that much animation, but the Shaun the Sheep desperately appealed to me because I love Wallace and Gromit and I love Clay. <laughs> just Clay in general? I do. I just like that oh my God. art. See, like, I would say, do you want to talk about Shaun the Sheep, the movie, Farmageddon, but I, you cannot go first because no. you'll die. <laughs> so It has to go first. So I, I have say, to go first. I will say before we start, I did watch Nomadland. Oh thoughts i thought it was great of course you did i told you you would have loved it i did read reviews of it that was kind of like this isn't that original like we've seen american wasteland type movies we've seen my life is hard movies we've seen you know middle-aged people struggling movies and i was like that's true but this is about a thorough look at like one person's life yeah and I no, I thought it was beautiful. It. I thought it was like a full picture of her. I thought she was a totally interesting subject. I thought she was unique in her like resolve, I guess, or in her decision to live the way that she lives. And I thought we saw a nice amount of the past of that and the future of that. And uh, I, but yeah, I was like, I don't know what I love about this, but it's like really deeply affecting me. And I cried probably three times. Yeah, I was the same way. It's one of those movies where I cannot say why I enjoyed it. But yeah, it just it is a feeling. Exactly. It didn't, like, seem exceptional from the scenes individually, but... But yeah, it's just... And again, the fact that those are all mainly non-actors and that she was able well, to get course. the performances out of it is incredible. Yeah. She should win Best Director. Yeah, That's my I don't call. have an opinion on it. I don't know who <laughs> else is up for it. Also, Megan, do you know the answer to this question? What is the difference between screenplay by and written for the screen by? I believe 
written for the screen Don't by... be wrong, because I'll have to edit it out. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, you're right. No, I'm going to just say it and hope that I'm fucking right, or we'll leave it in and then I'll be wrong forever. God, I'm trying to think to all my writer's friends. But I think the difference is written for the screen by means that it was adapted from something else. Okay. And then a screenplay is like, they wrote it. But I could be incredibly wrong and no one should take my word for it. Writing is not my area of expertise in the industry. Okay. I'm a post-production okay, because person. I didn't understand why the wording was different on some of them, but that's cool. But they have a category for adapted screenplay and for screenplay, original screenplay. But I don't know. Should we Google it? No. I think, you know, the shameful part is I actually already have. Wait, so you know the answer. I don't. The thing is, it, like, it gave me nothing. I still feel oh. stupid. Okay, so essentially, sense. you just, like, set me up to fail, then. Because even Google can't tell me? Like, I don't know why there's not, like, a little, like, thing that you can hover over on the Academy website where it's like, by the way, mama, you know? When you're, like, filling in your information on an online order, and they're like, why do we need your email? And you can just mouse over it. Wait, where would you be <laughs> doing this? What? I'm so I'm, confused. I'm literally describing the concept. The concept of, like, hovering your mouse over an item and having more information pop up about that item. Like, so you like, wanted to hover over the Academy Award nominations and it'd be like, this is what this means. Yes. Got it. And that I think they should happen. hire a new web designer. <laughs> it should be me. Okay, for the first time in a while, I was like, gotta look for jobs. <laughs> Looked for okay, jobs today. Wait, yeah, what's going on with the jobs? It's dark. I mean, it's not dark, but I was just like... Wow, I am what's unqualified. The s- <laughs> what's the saddest wildly. job you looked for? What do you mean saddest? Like, I was just like... <laughs> what what I mean by this? Megan, a zero dollar internship. That's what I mean, is like, I remember when I was unemployed and looking for jobs, like, you start off like a jobs you actually would enjoy and apply to them, and then you get really depressed, and then you're like, should I apply to be, like, an... Like, what happened to me? Should I apply to work a front desk at the gym? Yes. And be called a shake girl? And I was like, that is where I am in my life, and I will do it. That's not like, even that's that bad. what I'm asking. What's your saddest job? They paid you money and you sat in a chair. And that is a luxury. I did not get to sit in a <laughs> chair. I had to stand. And they were like, you have to be facing the door always. Like, you can never turn your back. And I'm like, no one is here. <laughs> it was this a lot. A gym in a pandemic. Excuse me. <laughs> exactly. Anyways, so are we? Where are we looking for jobs? Are we doing internships? You're New just York like City, don't pay Megan. Me. <laughs> no, I'm not New York City. Like what time? PA. I would like to be a product. I would like to just get to like. I don't care what I do. I would just like to be around people who are working on a project that I'm interested in. Okay. Like I'll you just could do that. Be a security guard. I don't know. I'm not, why did that come to my mind? I have no qualifications. You can be a PA. You can run lunches and, like, learn how to use a walkie-talkie and, like, you're good. I also have a valid driver's license, which is a big plus in New York City. Very true. But do you have a car? (laughs) (laughs) Megan, how dare you? I almost have a bike. (laughs) I texted one person about the possibility of a bike today. I really hope that you apply to a PA job and be like, so I don't have a car but i almost have a bike don't worry <laughs> honestly feel like some new york pa jobs would be like that's cool yeah please show up honestly i'm sure some people are like i have a skateboard they're like yes please skateboard us lunch <laughs> i've never pa'd in new york so like it could be true yeah sometimes you'll just like turn down a street and there'll be like a lot of people in like vans and you're like i'm sorry are you doing something here <laughs> why this is a poor choice 
I don't know. Isn't like SVU filming like all over the place all the time in New York? That's what I've heard from people who live in what you would call Manhattan. And I don't. So I don't Got know. It. <laughs> I guess like thank you. Okay, well, so the job search sounds like it's going poorly, but like you're and doing all, it. You know, and you always you click into it, you're like, oh, this sounds cool, and then they're like cover letter. And you're like, Oh, I, I guess I have to open a word doc. <laughs> cover letters should be illegal. You're just like No one reads them. Oh, it's so painful. You just, when you read those words, you're like, oh no, time to write a personal statement about myself and my yeah. experience. It's it's rude. Honestly, I think that cover letters shouldn't be a part of the things. I don't like it. I mean, I get it, but I'd rather just like go for an interview. I don't know. Yeah. It's like an interview like... before the interview. It's exhausting. I'm already exhausted. I've looked for 15 minutes, Megan. But that, I am just being a huge wuss and I... It, it'll be fine. I will get the job. You will. I believe in you. It, it will be a productive process, and perhaps I will learn about my... Sh- oh, I don't care. I was like, what am I even trying to say? I don't... <laughs> I want to be paid for labor. That's all. <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> the dreams of living in a capitalist society. Just give me money for labor. Like, literally, I just would love to pay for things anyway. Yeah. Oh my goodness. So okay, we're talking well- about Over the Moon. <laughs> Should I? I feel like I'm like, are we going to cut that earlier part out? Like, where we, like, talk about it? Or just like, fuck it, keep going. Never stop. I don't think, I thought it was all, (laughs) I thought it was all really smooth and coherent. (laughs) Okay, well then, cool. It doesn't matter. I'll listen to this tomorrow and be like, oh no. (laughs) Made a huge error. It doesn't matter. No one fucking listens to it. it they, and anyone who does listen to it should just prepare for the tangents that happen. They should really find something better to do with an hour. They should. <laughs> they really should. It's like in college when you were like, how Pisces tell a story. And it's just like, woo, like lines everywhere. Yeah. It's that Spongebob meme. You know. <clears throat> <laughs> I don't know if you know this, but... Every time, sometimes I'll, like, you'll be talking and I'll, like, turn away from the mic. It's because I'm burping <laughs> every single time. <laughs> no. Like, maybe I shouldn't I did not know do that, that you with should my just... head forward. Yeah. Anyway. Anyways, so, movies this week. So, my choice by default yes. was Over the Moon. Yes. Which is nominated. So, congrats to them. Congrats. That's exciting. And it is essentially... It's a Disney movie, but it's not a Disney movie. It is the Disney movie model. Like, it's the exact same thing that happens in a Disney movie. Literally, I can I tell you when the movie started and I was, like, getting to know the characters and whatever, I was like, okay, cool, we're doing a Disney movie. Like, mother is sick, child is, like, getting yeah. good at a skill. And then I was like, this would be so great with a zany animal sidekick. And then we literally the father opens the box and there's a bunny in it. And I was like, mm-hmm. Yeah. So we'll get into, like, why this is just kind of a carbon copy of a disney movie but basically it was a disney movie it is not a disney movie. it's not at all i found that out five minutes before starting this (laughs) (laughs) it's a netflix studio movie Mm -hmm. and essentially it is about this little girl named feifei and her mom dies in the classic disney animation rule of like you cannot have both parents and her dad is like getting together with like a very like nice lady Mm-hmm. And somehow they're already getting married and they've never met the kids. But that's yeah, like, that's we'll get into that separate. later. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll we'll circle back to that one because I have questions about that. 
Um, but essentially, she gets like she's pissed and she's like, "You're replacing my mom." And then for some reason, they she's like, "I can prove that she shouldn't give up on love, or he shouldn't give up on the mom because if I prove to him that this Chinese le- legend of uh, Chang Ah re- is real, like this l- woman in the moon." Then he'll be like, oh, shit, I'm a bad dad. Your mom's the only one for me. And then move on. But essentially, she builds a little rocket ship to the moon, goes on a little zany adventure in the moon, and then essentially learns you have to let things go and you can love someone and move on. And that is essentially the movie. Yes. And there are some cuckoo parts of this movie. There are a lot of really boring parts, like the beginning, where it's like, okay, a happy family. Like, who writes that dialogue? I'm so fascinated by, like, people who get hired to write, like, boring children's movies. It's like, who writes happy family dialogue? Like, that's so mundane. I could do that in 15 minutes. Yeah. Also, this was a movie when you started watching it and you, like, spent 30 seconds looking at the family. You're like, who is going to die in this family? Yes. Because you knew it was coming. The beginning the whole time i was like i'm sorry you're working in a professional bakery mooncake shop and everyone has their hair down i was like what is going on there was a rabbit on the counter she like comes in with her pet rabbit her dad's making the mooncakes and just like plops him on the counter and is like ah. i'm like i'm this i'm gonna lose it as um, a food service veteran you're like service- unacceptable as a food service veteran yeah and then of course we meet chin who is her soon-to-be stepbrother who comes in like this weird ball of energy and the, like soon to be stepmom is like, oh yeah, he's a handful. I'm like, I'm sorry, you're a bad parent. Like, he's a problem. Okay, but speaking of bad parents, what makes no sense is like all of a sudden they're like, here, meet my girlfriend, JK, we're getting married. This yeah. is your brother. And, and I'm like, like what? It's never, like, I don't know how old Feifei is. She looks to be like 11, maybe. Do you think younger? I was saying... I felt like eight. I mean, she does calculus in theory, which that was the worst montage when they were like, (laughs) let's show a child building a rocket and doing math. And I was like, also when they take off and they don't make it to the moon, obviously, but they do make anyway. And they're like following through the sky. And then she realizes Chin is in there. She's like, I didn't calculate for your weight. I was, I literally wrote in my notes. I was like, "Mm, that's the problem here. (laughs) Chin is on the aircraft. (laughs) When they put a literal coffee, like, cup on the guy not a coffee cup what's the thing on a coffee machine that drips coffee pot but the clear ones i don't know what i'm talking about is it just called a coffee pot like in diners yeah like that thing and oh, they, they put they that on the bunny's head i think sure i don't know if that's I don't the know. term but i know they would call that like a hot of coffee like a diner anyway yes that was my matter. other note yeah i was literally like <laughs> why are you putting a helmet on top of this bunny what is it going to circulate the air with there is no suit. I was... Also, what, where did she order her helmet? From Amazon? There's that whole montage of her, like, using a computer to order her supplies. I'm like, did she just get, like, a space suit on Amazon? Yeah. Okay, <sighs> to be fair, this is a child animated just, movie. The, the weird thing was, I am so fine with movies for children if they're just, like, like Kubo. If they're just, like, magic is involved. They're just like, I'm sorry, this is a fantasy. Yes, this movie is also okay, like they didn't magic establish is that involved. until they were on the moon anyway. Okay. Well that's like an interesting It's not really that concern. You're right. Yeah. I should get over it. Um But Yeah, it's just like this movie I also have a note where I'm like, this movie is making me hungry because I will say the food looked pretty fucking tasty. Of course. 
Of course, so good. Amazing. Like and all they, little when cute they were making cakes. It, it yeah. I will say though, I did not. Oh, what did you love? And then I'll say what I hated. <laughs> okay, I loved like her just ex- like her mom died obviously, and then her extended family came over, and it was like nice. She had like a bigger family than you thought. Yeah, she liked all of them. I loved the grandpa who just would like shuffle by and be like the hairy crab. <laughs> Like, someone has a weird grandpa who wrote this. <laughs> but I like that. I enjoyed that. What I was going to say, what I did not like, is some of the music in this is, is not terrible, I will mm-hmm. say. But the the first song, when they're making the mooncakes, where they're literally just saying what they're yes. doing, was not a fan of that. And it, like, I'm lingered. like, that's not the point. That's, like, keep it moving. It was, like, trying to do, like, the Disney intro, like, the Moana, like... Um, like when she's like on this island and like talking about like the coconuts and stuff. I'm like, it works there, does not work here. It mm-hmm. just was not feeling it. But also this is directed by Glenn Keane, who is a straight up like animation legend from Disney. So he did um what was it? Little Mermaid beating the beast, Aladdin. He did like, I saw that he tangled. did Little Mermaid. I was like, I thought that came out in like nineteen thirty. Charlotte. You thought <laughs> <laughs> You thought the Little Mermaid came out in 1930? What, did it come out in the 80s? Yeah. 90s? 50s? No, <laughs> no, 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 no. Hold on. Let me, let me verify, but... We're gonna go with 1990 is my guess, because this dude can't be that old. Is that your final guess? Yeah. I've seen it. It was probably Yeah, out. but I would like to say that your first guess was yeah, 1930. And then I was like, stuff was in black and white back then. <laughs> It is 1989, was Little Mermaid. Oh my god, I was so close. Yes. By, like, the fourth try, we were very close. Um, Okay, so he's good at animating. Yeah, but the problem is, is I'm like, I think that he was trying to bring over the Disney model into not a Disney movie, and I feel like it proves the Disney model is not guaranteeing a quality movie. You have to have all the different elements pushing it forward and the right people behind it to make it really good but not all disney movies are really good i beg to differ i really <laughs> love <laughs> name me name me a really bad disney animated movie soul so aggressively wrong charlotte is that pixar or is it just a that good is movie? that is pixar Toy Story? Um, Okay, again, you're naming truly just iconic, incredible animated movies. But I feel like I never liked Sleeping Beauty. I never saw Brave, and that's a credit to Brave. Okay, Brave's I enjoyed. Like my I okay, I love animation, so I'm like every animated movie like I enjoy in some level. Mm-hmm. Um but Do you remember in college where you were like, I hate rom coms and we were like, are Disney movies rom coms? <laughs> <laughs> I do remember that. We like, got way too into it. We were like, they're just rom-coms, Megan. <laughs> and they were not. They're not rom-coms. Yeah, That's a lie. There's not. so many more things going on. It's like, it's, it's so much art. But anyways, there was a couple of scenes in this movie that were straight, like, ripped from Disney. Like, when she's running up the, like, to the temple and, like, around the rocks. I'm like, this scene happened, Moana, when she climbs that mountain. Mm. Like, that happens. And then you have, like, very Elsa vibes later on when, like, they meet Chang'a and stuff like that. You're like, mm-hmm. this feels very Elsa. And then you literally have Olaf in this. Mm-hmm. With, what's his name? Gobi? Oh, 
Gobi. Gobi was a shining light of this movie. I, <laughs> I loved will Gobi. say I did enjoy Gobi. And he's a pangolin, right? Okay. Do you disagree <laughs> or do you not know what a pangolin is? Bo? Okay. A pangolin, look him up. Oh, right it now. is a pangolin. Right? He's like a little anteater esque thing. Oh, ho, ho, ho. And I That's think they're cute. very cute. And I like that they made him a little pangolin. And he's a very glowy pangolin. I enjoyed him. He is really glowy. He reminded me of those little, like, things in Soul. The little, like, maybe even the Terry and Jerry's, who were by far the best part of Soul. <laughs> they were good. They Everything were good. about Soul was good, though. So, like, you're crazy. But, um. Okay. I got and go- okay it's like a very beautiful piece about the meaning of life and what to do with it and it's beautifully animated but okay cool i will say when they first got to lunaria and chunga did a stadium performance i was like this first of all my first thought was like this is rainbow road from mario kart (laughs) and then i was like this is fantastic she just gives a stadium performance do you know what's wild that is my i hated that part of the movie oh i loved it so much we are just no one is there's not a care in this world (laughs) no director has thought why is this scene happening (laughs) they have simply created it okay i hated it i hated every moment of it and Um, then when they have a race (laughs) yeah there's there's weird moments my main problem is okay so she uh changa is voiced by philippa sue who is incredible if you haven't Hamilton. seen Hamilton, yeah, go see her in Hamilton. When she sings Burn, you will weep. It's incredible. Hmm. But I feel like they fucking wasted her. Like, her voice is amazing. And I never thought that there was, like, really a song that I was like, damn, Philippa Sue is killing it. Like, there are moments mm-hmm. in each song where you're like, we love Philippa. Like, she's killing it. But I, did I just not, didn't I didn't think it. about it from, like, uh, her singing perspective i was just like what a thing you come to the moon and she's like don't worry i'm gonna have a lizzie mcguire movie performance right now (laughs) i was like go off yes i was just confused too in that part because i was like why is this how do other people come thank you and this is like a thing why is an excellent question you are wondering if other people come you're wondering if she just is a good hostess and then she just immediately is mad after it and she's just like where's the gift and is like very like, bored. And I'm like, what is your purpose? The whole time she's like, the gift. And I'm like, okay, can we get, can you elaborate? Like, what are we... Yeah, they really play the pro-down game in this, kind of, where you're like, the gift, the vague thing. And you're like, okay, the craziest scene in this whole movie, obviously. Do you have a thought, Megan, before I tell it you the answer? It has to be the ping pong the- scene, right? <laughs> I was not expecting I it. was like, this is the thickest goddess on earth this is is this legal when she changed costumes and was rapping i was like i don't feel comfortable having a child watch i'm dying you just said the thickest goddess she was thick i was like jesus christ It was okay, amazing. I, I was like, I was here for it. I will say, she looked incredible always. Her outfit changes were incredible. She looked good. Her song was really good. And I literally was like, <laughs> I got, felt the need to cover my eyes, honestly. 
<laughs> yeah, it did make me feel uncomfortable because I was like, at first I was like, ooh, why is she rapping? And I was like, okay, wait, I'm like getting Hamilton vibes. Yes, like it's yeah. kind of like Philippa Sue, like going for it. Like she can rap kind of and she's good. But it just something about the package that it was like given to you with like the kind of like anime style. But like the again, just she's thick, like. Her, wow, like her she thighs. Really, she really did look great, though. And I was she like, looked she fantastic. is playing a child at ping pong, but it's yeah. great, nonetheless. I just, I feel like there should have been, like, more buildup into, like, oh, like, ping pong, like, you know, it's it his It simply thing. is Chin's thing. That's the <laughs> yeah, only thing we get. But it's, like, very vaguely his thing, and it doesn't yes, really exactly. become his thing till that moment. Exactly. And then you're like, what is going on? And then also, it's like, if you play against me, then, like cool and then if you lose you're just trapped in this room why there was no reason she made any decisions also the thing where she was like we only have a little bit of time before the man i love disappears i'm like there was no setup for that where did that come from like (laughs) it came from beauty and the beast it was the fucking rose yeah but i was like since when was there a time limit i thought you've been up here for eternity like it just so happens that this is the time now is the time that you have to get back it did feel like there were moments of this movie that were definitely left on the cutting room floor because there was definitely some exposition missing like yes. and i was like i need to i need to understand what's going on and why yeah but, and then at the end it's the goddess who's like wallowing in her own sadness and the goddess is a thousand years old and it's the kid who's like don't be sad girl okay i, I will say because i am a loser i cried during that part i don't know why but lately? i did okay i don't know what's been going on but lately i've been like time to cry at some you know what i cried at the song from eurovision i did too i I watched the movie though i just youtube the song yeah it's beautiful i don't know why but like well because i it just i've been crying a lot like i'll watch a fucking commercial i'm like beautiful i don't know why but i don't know i was like she's sad that's and it made me cry i don't know and it looked pretty on screen and i was like She, again, looks incredible in that scene, too. Like, the goddess is, like, she's hot. They know how to make a hot animated goddess. That's true. I'll give them that. Was the dad hot? The animated dad hot? I thought, like, it was a relatively hot dad. He was a relatively hot dad, yeah. Like, I was like, he's looking good. Like, he was taught, like, his little, like, collar, like, the layered shirt and stuff. Mm -hmm. I was like, her dad's hot. Like, good for him. Yeah. Good for him. Good for him. (laughs) But I, like... The thing that this, I mean, okay, it was a good message. You know, I think kids struggle with wanting certain things to say the same and they don't actually know how to invoke those feelings. They're just kind of like, I'm upset and I don't know why. And this tackled that and I'll give it credit for that, for being like, here is what your life is going to look like and it might actually be better and you might actually love your brother Chin. I also love that the gift obviously was in the mooncake from her future stepmom. Yeah. But I love that kids like don't get social norms. Like, if a kid is misbehaving, and you're like, don't misbehave, it's not polite. And the kid's like, the fuck is polite? Like, but you know, they're like, oh, you're not making the neighbors who are visiting feel comfortable. And they're like, do I give a shit how the neighbors feel? Because it's like they don't have a concept for, like, social embarrassment. So I love that when they're like, can you do this? And the kids are like, no. <laughs> like, when he was like, oh, why don't you, like, come and t- uh, take a tour of the house with your future stepmom? And she was like, I have homework. <laughs> it's like, what is the yeah. parent supposed to say to that? Like, she can do what she wants. Yeah. No, nah, it's rough. It's rough. But, like, yeah, it's, like, it's a good, I think it's a good message for kids. 
And I didn't think it was like you hated this, or at least you hated it when you texted me because you're like, this is by far the worst movie I've ever seen. Except for Dune, which I also texted you last week and was like, this is the worst movie I've ever seen. It's like, I didn't think this one was bad because, okay, I watch an animated movie like in different ways. Like I, the reason my soul is incredible is because it combines all the different elements of Mm -hmm. it. But, like, this one, I was, like, the music is lacking at times for me, mm-hmm. where I'm, like, I'm not feeling it. And that's, like, a huge part of an animated movie. And then the story was kind of, like, nothing that unique. And it wasn't told in a super unique way, in my Very opinion. But I will say the animation, at times, I was conflicted about it, was fucking gorgeous. Because you probably watched this on your laptop, right? Of course. So I watched this on an HDR t- TV, like with Dolby Vision, the whole deal, and okay. it looked incredible. It's <laughs> like Rainbow Road. Yeah. Like, it's like, you're like, I was like, wow, they should do an HDR demo with this movie because it looks incredible. It's just like super bright. The colors are awesome. I did enjoy that they were making things like they were playing with light and like how Gobi would glow and stuff in different ways. I was like, cool. Like, I'm into this. Yeah. But then there were other times when I was like, why the fuck are they making this, like, just flat neon colors in the background? Like, there was no depth. Like, when they're playing the ping pong thing, they were just in a pink void. Yes, there was no depth in that. Which, I mean, no to depth. be fair, they entered a portal in order to play it. Yeah, but, but I was like, really? Like, this is what we decided. You couldn't like, imagine, like, a nice room? Yeah. Or just, like, something cool going on in the background. I was like, sometimes the, the backgrounds felt so, so flat to me. And I was like, I'm disappointed. As an animation nerd, it's not doing it for me. Mm-hmm. But the colors were pretty fucking incredible. Like, when they were, go- like, racing with those chickens or the biker chicks, where I was like, haha, like, it's a joke. Ha-ha. <laughs> um, yes. Like, when they, like, the meteors were, like, crashing down. Mm-hmm. Looked pretty fucking That good. did look cool. I liked the meteors a lot. Yeah. Some of this was fun to watch. I liked the growth of the Fei-Fei, the main character, where she actually decided to like Chin, where she supported the goddess, mm-hmm. where she liked her stepfamily. But I was like, this story is nothing new. There's a couple fun scenes, but it's not... Like, if you're going to do an animated movie, like make it fucking zany. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, it felt... Yeah, it felt kind of like this, like the story that you've already seen before. But I will say, though... Like, good on it for being representative of other people. Like, I was like, that's probably, like, cool about this movie. Like, it's very steeped in Chinese culture. You have a Chinese protagonist. And I was like, animation, representation, I'm all fucking for it. Like, But it's made by two white dudes. That's the problem with it. Like, you just... Well, what's interesting is this is written um, by... Oh, my gosh. What was her name? Ashley Wells? Audrey Wells. Audrey Wells, mm-hmm. thank you. Because she was the one that did a hate the hate you give, and she died of okay. cancer. And this was the last thing that she wrote before she passed away. Okay. And given that she she seems to like she deals with topics of like representation and diversity. So I'm like, I don't know. Like in the in the hate you give was like pretty well praised for how it was representing that. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, you know, again, there should be representation behind the camera too. But I was like, good on this for like letting kids like asian american kids and asian kids and chinese kids see themselves in a character i was like that's cool but yeah but it just Maybe like for kids yeah it just this one i think that's the main thing with this movie is like i love animated movies that work for both adults and children and this one felt more just like an animated movie for children mm-hmm. where a soul was for both and it's incredible and amazing yeah 
and you should rewatch it because you're clearly wrong. Yeah, I'll think about it. <laughs> I like everything that happens in the, like, I like when he's in the underworld. No, I well, like when he's in the real world, too, actually. I like when he's with his mom. And this is not related. What are you talking about? Soul. When he's with his mom in the underworld? Yeah, no, not in the underworld, but in the tailor shop. Oh, okay. Wait, what are you calling the underworld? The above world? What is it called? The in-between? <laughs> I don't know. Um, the, um... Oh, fuck, what is it called? Does it have a name? I didn't know it had a name. It did have a name. It wasn't the underworld. Okay, we <laughs> won't circle back to this. This is fine. We're ending here. <laughs> we're ending. Goodbye. Okay, we're gonna talk about Farmageddon now. <laughs> so I saw that there was a Shaun the Sheep movie. I'm a Wallace and Gromit fan, but I never watched Shaun the Sheep, which I didn't realize was a TV show. And, Wow. I was like, gotta jump on this. <laughs> you were so excited. I am so, I am so close to having sheep be my favorite animal of all time. I love <laughs> sheep. Sheep are by far my favorite barnyard animal. And I. There's not that many options. Okay, there can be. Like you could do pig. Okay, right. Pig, chicken, cow. But yeah. you can do like goat, duck, sheep. You can do donkey. You could have. <laughs> I don't know why you're just I'm listing. Doing this. You're just listing characters for Babe. <laughs> yeah, goose. Uh, There's a goose and Babe also. I know. That's why I said it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I love sheep. Like a, a frightening amount. I just think they're fascinating. <laughs> and so we have a movie that was <laughs> fascinating. I've never okay. Cute, fluffy, like funny, fascinating. Why? There's nothing to say. They have black tongues. I think a lot of animals have black tongues. I don't even know if sheep have black tongues. (laughs) I'm not sure about that. Just say it. We're just like, honestly, just say it confidently and we'll never edit it out. So Yeah, we won't because it's kind (laughs) of hard. (laughs) Okay, so Sean the Sheep Farmageddon is a weird movie. An alien comes down. My first thought... One of my first notes, well, not at all my first note. <laughs> my first note is these fries look incredible. Mine <laughs> I literally paused the movie and made fucking hash browns. Like, because that's all I had. That was the closest I could get to French fries. Okay. I didn't do that. But I also was like, these fries look great. And my man going back in for fry after he is running away from aliens. Like, obviously. Same. <laughs> and I also love... I love the introduction to the sheep. They are just mischievous assholes. They are truly <laughs> just, Sean is a bad seed through and through. He just likes to cause mischief. He and his little sheep friends just do the fuck they please. The dog puts up all the signs, like Professor Umbridge style. And it's hilarious. I love the scene where they climb over the wall using, that they're not supposed to climb over, using all of the signs that say things they're not supposed to climb over. Anyway, okay. An alien comes down to Earth accidentally. I love the claymation alien that just looks like a pink and purple dog. Yeah. <laughs> Wearing a dress. <laughs> the alien causes general havoc and is fun to be around and likes food. So they go to they have a great grocery store scene. And then the alien has to get home. So they try to fly the alien home. And then the villain is this woman from essentially like the FBI or like the... It's like Men in Black. But UFO like if they were mad. I don't know what Men in Black is. <laughs> And did you st- you don't know what the movie Men in Black is? The face Megan just made. Will I've Smith. I heard the term. I couldn't tell you anything other than that. The Will Smith movie. Okay. 
about aliens. Okay. And they go and like, you, you, nothing. This is not ringing any bells. No, I think that I've seen like a picture with sunglasses on someone. Okay, that's truly fucking wild. You need to go watch that movie. I don't movie. have a personal interest in that movie, so I won't, but <laughs> thank you for the recommendation. <laughs> Okay, Thank you. Cool. I'm going to watch Daisy's first, actually. Oh, that Jesus. is next in my queue. Anyway. <laughs> okay, so they're being chased by this woman. And basically the reason that she hates aliens so much is because she was, what is it, ladies and gentlemen, laughed at as a child? There are so <laughs> many consequences of being laughed at as a child. Honestly, really true. Don't yeah. laugh at people as children. <laughs> to all the children listening. Don't laugh at your peers, okay? It's really going to make them a pain in the ass later. <laughs> and that is what she is the whole movie, a pain in the ass. But... What was the kookiest thing about this movie? Oh, I said in my letterbox review, I was like, this movie reminds us that sheep do not have money. They do not have money. (laughs) (laughs) How did that be? How is that what you took away? There are like two or three separate times where they like just give something to somebody and then the person looks at their hand and it's like a button, some fuzz and a thimble. And you're like, yes, it's not money. Sheep don't need money to be in this society. (laughs) <laughs> these sheep are literally like building things and you're like you know what they don't have money they realistic don't. they don't have any money i also love how bad they are at building and then the last scene is like them climbing this eternal tower up to the top and i'm like they built this out of bubble gum no one is climbing <laughs> <laughs> they made it though oh God. i will say though on topic of sheep that little baby sheep is my favorite fucking thing in the entire world. I love the baby. He's my favorite, and he was my favorite in all the other movies that are like the Wallace and Gromit movies and like TV shows and shorts and stuff. That sheep, that baby sheep is fucking incredible. Amazing. I love that all the sheep's mouths only come out of the side of their face. <laughs> so cute. Reminds you that they're clay. Yeah. Yeah. I love that no talking happens. No one speaks a single word in this movie. No, all that happens, it goes... Tupa. Tupa. And then, like, the farmer will be like, nip, 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 nip. So, And then he goes, Tupa. Tupa. And Mima. <laughs> Guys, hire me for voice acting. For voice acting. For they, Sean the Sheep movies. Tupa. <laughs> they, like, get on the spaceship to take the alien back to his planet, and, like, the dog thinks he's in charge again. I'm like, you're on a spaceship with an alien. You are not in charge. Yeah, oh, God. and it's like kind of wild because yeah, the the alien comes to Earth with like a key that's also an egg, and then like you're like, why does this work? How could he fly? And then he, in the end scene, he's like playing with like a little baby toy version of it. And I'm like, how did you get here originally? That was the cutest is when he's being flown home by his parents, and he has his own little like it's like the intro to Simpsons where the baby has the steering wheel too next to Marge. It's so cute. I also, when I finished this movie, I was like, imagine if your kid is so mischievous, you have to pick them up from another planet. Like, Mom, I'm not stuck on Earth. Can you come? Mima, I stuck. Mima, I also ruined a spaceship. Please bring a new one. <laughs> it's really cute. Oh, my God. I, the funniest thing is when he walks into the grocery store and he, like, dodges one thing and then just immediately hits the, like, railing. There were just a lot of moments that I laughed out loud. There, okay, this movie took me totally by surprise because we, I feel like, chose this movie as a fucking joke because we were like, this I is mean, most insane name in the world. Yeah, we knew we were going to laugh in like a Wallace and Gromit way. I did, at least. I don't yeah. think this movie had a good story. <laughs> okay, I <laughs> I thought this was very, I okay, you're right. 
I'm going to concede. The story was not great. The story was very, it was like very bare bones. But this animation style, I fucking love. It's funny and it's good. And I like the claymation and everything just like feels very like handmade. And it makes me think of when I was a kid and like watched these movies and loved them. And this was like Wallace and Gromit was like the movie that you put on in like the multi-purpose room when it was raining and you had to all stay inside because we had in California outside like schools, unlike you in New Jersey, where mm -hmm. like everything's always. enclosed. Yeah, we didn't have that. Mm -hmm. um, so we'd always have to go in like during like a rainy day and like sit during lunch and we'd always have fucking Wallace and Gromit on or Chicken Run because that like everyone fucking watched that one all the time. And that's also in this universe. Yes. Yes. I don't have that experience. You put that in your letterbox review. You were like, reminds me of rainy days in school. And I was like, what? It did. It was like a weird childhood like flashback. I have a memory of us in our high not high school, elementary school. I was probably in like fifth grade gym. And it was probably after like testing, you know, when you do like standardized tests and then you would just do nothing. And we were all watching cars. And I remember, I think, I don't know if I called my mom, but, like, for some reason, I was like, I don't need to do this. And so my mom was like, you're right. You don't need to do this. And she just picked me up. And to this day, I've never seen Cars. Because, like, why would I? <laughs> the first Cars is good. Okay. And <laughs> I maybe I just had an appointment and I was supposed to be picked up. Or maybe my... I think maybe my mom decided of her own accord that I didn't need to be in school anymore. And so she came and picked me up and surprised me and was like, you tested. That's like you don't need to pretty school. fucking cool. Like, that's a good mom move. Yeah. That was a boring story. But <laughs> I just was like, this was just fun to watch. It had some... It was boring at times, though. Like, when they had the whole flashback to, like, why he was in. And when we had the flashback to, like, the teacher... Not the teacher. She felt like a teacher. Um, the, like, the head girl of the FBI. that got laughed laughed at that really yes. destroyed her life. That really just changed the course of her life. Yes, when we had a flashback of her, I was like, these flashbacks are kind of lame. I don't care. I loved the subplot of the farmer trying to make money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like this movie is just like it's fun and it's full of like little things that like are just fucking funny. Like mm -hmm. I loved all the like sci-fi references like throughout like the, the toaster popping up and you're like 2001 a space odyssey mm -hmm. like the obelisk and all that and then they have a fucking dalek from doctor who they when like they the sheep sneak in at the end of the carnival and then he's like dressed up as a little dalek and i was like hey i love it and then what else was there there was like a ton like they had the roswell jam they, they had they just had a bunch, and I thought it was cute, and it was fun. Oh, they also have the Close Encounters tones that happen when they, like, go into the secret base. It's like... Oh, yes. Okay. Yeah. Like, yeah. I lost you there for a second. I also <laughs> love when they're in, like, the UFO base, and they have the bathroom signs, and it's like, the only gender is hazmat. <laughs> There's no option. I did like the little hazmat guys. They reminded me of um Monsters, Inc. Yes. I love Monsters, Inc. That is my favorite Pixar forever. Okay, good. At least you like that one. Okay, good. I love <laughs> the ad adventures in the doors. I just think that's so smart. Yeah. I like when they're in the door warehouse and then when they enter the doors. Anyway. <laughs> we're not talking about that movie, I though. wish we were, because I have a lot to say. Yeah. But also, like, this movie was just E.T., wasn't it? I but with a don't sheep? know the plot of E.T. God, please tell me you've seen E.T. I've seen it at some point, but I don't remember it. it like, what? I'm sure there's an alien... <laughs> 
What? <laughs> I'm sure there's an alien who comes down and hangs out with kids and rides in a bicycle. But does the alien get back or does it die? Actually, don't <laughs> spoil it because we'll have to put it in our... Does the alien die? Oh my god. I will not say, but okay. you should maybe rewatch E.T. Just saying. I don't saying. want to. Okay, well I then... I want to watch Daisy. Oh my god. Okay, then, guess what? E.T. does not die. I will tell you that. Okay. T- add it to the the intro of this. <laughs> the typed intro. <laughs> oh my god. But, yeah. Oh, the other thing that I thought was really funny, because I'm looking at my notes right now. I fucking loved the slow motion, like, tractor chase, where, like, they're doing, like, sick car-like moves in the tractor with the alien and the sheep. In the, um, (laughs) the thingy that, like, the only, like, farm tool they have. Is it a tractor? I don't think it's a tractor. I think it's, like, a... I'm Charlotte, from LA. I don't know. Like, I don't know what I was going to say, but, like... Okay, wait, it's not a tractor, but it's that thing that, like, has the d- spinny it, thing like, in the front. It, like, picks the wheat, maybe. <laughs> it has a name. Oh, my God, if I think of the name, I will text Spring you it. and no one else will know it. <laughs> um, I love when they get in the car and, like, Sean the Sheep the whole time is, again, a bad seed. And then the alien is like, let's turn it on. And Sean is like, no, 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 there are limits. Like, we are not actually going to drive this machine. We simply and, uh, like to sit in it and bother with it. The alien is just like, fuck yeah, let's go. Yeah. It's great. I but I do that. like that Sean has limits. He's like, no, I don't actually want to, like, injure anyone. I just want to, like, be weird. He's just, like, wants a little bit of mischief. Not a lot. But yeah. just, like, a good amount, you which know? Which begs the question, when you are watching all of the sheeps do mischief, which is the best part of the movie, you are like... What should you be doing? Like, the dog is always mad that the sheeps are causing mischief. It's like, what are the sheeps' job? Like, what do That's they That's, like, do very normally? true. What do they do? Just eat? I mean, they get put to work on the Farmageddon, which is the amusement park. <laughs> we forget that the title comes from the amusement park. Yes. That the farmer puts together. But it's like, other than that, what should they be doing? I would assume nothing. But I think it's, like, do the whole, like... It's like the sheep dog, like, haha, like they're making them do stuff. Okay, yes, making the sheep do work. Sheep that just... do work. They do like they? eat things. I think they graze, and that's important to um, crop or anything? No. <laughs> the sheep, we know nothing about like, Why do the sheep need to be herded if they don't have a job? They must be like, oh, um, who cares? So why I know just... that from Babe, and it's just because there's competitions between the sheep? <laughs> between the sheep wait you know like in babe when like they like herd the sheep and they're like oh who can herd the sheep faster sheep dogs like, have just herd the sheep for competition but don't they well they like okay to do it for like i mean they do it in competition but it's like they do it for another reason <laughs> it's like people don't just ride horses for horse races they ride them to get places sometimes okay, okay. <laughs> That's, like, true. I guess because, like, yeah, like, the sheep go out to graze. I know so little about farming. Like, they go out to graze, and then, like, the little dog is like, come back. Like, you're done. I guess it's just more like they go out because that's where the food is. But then there must be a reason that they graze on that land, and it must be because they want them to be, like, rotating the crops or back to crop rotation. (laughs) As someone... Who said earlier in this podcast, sheep are my favorite barn animal and they're very yeah. interesting. You know shockingly little. I know very little about them, but I draw them a lot because they are cloud shaped. That, okay, 
We've gotten to the bottom of it. That is why sheep are my favorite farm animal is because when I was in kindergarten, we got assigned a page in a farm animal book and we had to draw the farm animal and me and my partner, Billy, got sheep and it was the easiest animal to draw. It's just a bunch of clouds with stick legs. Wow. So is this the root of why you like this movie? Yes. Because <laughs> I don't like mischief. Okay, what? You literally were so pumped for, like, Sean's great, just, like, yeah. all the mischief, but you hate mischief? I mean, like, like classically. Like, this movie's good because it's, like, mischief-based, but I'm not, like, into, like, the concept of mischievous children, generally. Which is a, a big part of movies and television. Children well, think mischief. Well, isn't that just because we don't like children? That's rough. Okay. Okay, which one did you like better? Sean the Sheep, Farmageddon, or Over the Moon? Okay. Maybe laugh. Is Over the Moon still the worst movie you've ever seen? No, but it was bad. I just thought it was, like, badly written. Yeah. So, wait, have you seen any of the other Oscar nom ones? Because, like, you've seen Soul, which you hate, which is fucking weird to me. I was bored by it. Continue. Farmageddon. Over the Moon. Yes. Did you watch Wolf Walkers or Onward? No. Okay. You'll probably you'll probably hate Onward based mm-hmm. on like your vibe. But like then again, maybe you'll fucking love it. Because I can't you like Pee Wee's Big Adventure. You gave it five stars, so like who I knows? I love Pee Wee's Big Adventure. <laughs> We've talked about how much you love Pee Wee's Big Adventure. But Wolf Walkers is also good. Okay, yeah. but you've so you've seen three movies. Three of the animated nominations. Yes. Out of those three, which one should win? Because you hated should them win all. Should win is obviously Soul. Okay, good. At least you can agree on that. Like, neither of the other two really, like, were gunning for. <laughs> <laughs> they were both kind of just like, what if we made a movie? Before we end this, I saw in your letterbox that you liked the music in Shaun the Sheep. Oh my gosh, Sean the Sheep had some banging music. The music was awful. I literally, my notes wrote, these are placeholder songs and they never went back to fix them. I, sometimes a song would come on and I'd be like, this makes no sense and I am here for it. It was incredible. I was like, what? It really was like, I was like, this is a bop. I would dance to this. I have since watching it gone back and listened to the soundtrack in my own Oh my God, of course you did. I feel like with movies with you, they either have to be painfully realistic and boring or just fucking off the wall zany with like bizarre choices because in the middle is people who try (laughs) that's the problem you hate really i can't i can't fathom you know what i just watched no country for old men that movie sucks because it's a bunch of people trying to make a serious movie and i'm like jesus christ are you guys kidding me you guys are really just gonna be like these people are in the desert and they're shooting at each other and we don't know why it's like if i see another one of those movies that are just like anybody men or women just kind of like trying to figure it out in the wild west i okay yeah movies either have to literally just be something is happening and you're filming it or you decided to make the weirdest shit on earth so no one can authentically try to make a good movie in your mind no you can't just be like i'm gonna make a movie that is like makes you feel something i don't know i guess that's no bad way though (laughs) and i liked it but at least, once again, we don't know why. 